Did you know I have three number one best-selling books on Amazon? So regardless of your level, there's a book for you. Psychic Senses, How to Develop Your Intuition, Psychic and Medium Gifts, Leap of Faith, How to Build Your Own Spiritual Practice, and Coffee with Colby, 365 Cups of Fresh Brewed Spirit Messages. So regardless of your level, there's a book for you. Give one as a gift, keep one for yourself. You can find them on Amazon or my website, colbyrebel.com. Star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel, where my goal tonight is to answer that question or make that spirit connection for you. So get into those call lines. Here you go. 310-997-4966. 310-997-4966. A couple things, you know, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. So happy St. Patty's Day. And for me, it's always kind of a unique holiday because it's not one I have ever really celebrated. And some of you know this, some of you don't know this, but I will share a little story is growing up. I didn't really know who my natural father was. So I grew up just primarily believing and thinking I was German, French, and a few years ago, gosh, I mean, maybe eight years ago now, it's been a while. I uh, had a, a visit from spirit and it was a man and he came to my room and I remember saying, who are you? And he said, I'm your father and go to the computer. So I did. I went to the computer and he just started giving me a name. And so I put the name in and it's kind of a general name. So I wasn't really expecting much out of it. But what I noticed is that name, there was someone 10 years younger than myself but grew up in the same neighborhood or lived in the same neighborhood as my family. So that was really interesting. And I could hear this man say, that's your brother, contact him. So I did, I, I reached out and with a little bit of effort. And I, I said, I believe we share the same father. And he was so sweet. And uh, he's like, okay, well, what do you need from me? And I was like, just some DNA. <laughs> And he agreed. So we did a DNA test together and it went off to a Canadian lab. And if you are a half sibling of someone, then if it's at least 25%, that means you have a half sibling. So ours came back at 89.3%, I believe it was. So quite remarkable to show that his father was indeed my father. And that's how I was able to find my natural father, even though he was on the other side and in spirit, he made sure to make that connection and that contact. And what's really just beautiful about it is I have this amazing half brother and a nephew, and it really has been quite fun and joyful and just really a celebration of spirit that 
they will talk to you. They will connect to you. They will let you know uh, the messages that they want you to have. So what was interesting is I remember my brother saying, well, guess what? You're Irish, sis. And I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah. So sure enough, I did the 23andMe and the Ancestry and I am 52% Irish, which I thought was uh, pretty crazy. So I get to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so it's always kind of fun. Again, it's not something I always thought I'd do, but it, how great is it to now have something very special with my family uh, that I really didn't know anything about them. So there's so many of those stories really coming to light these days of discovering our family, our heritage, our past, our loved ones. So hopefully uh, you get a chance to know who your loved ones are as well, both in the living and in the spirit world. So we have a lot to uh, go over today, a lot of events coming up. So I really just want to take a moment to take you through the events. In the meantime, you can get into that call line. It is the 310-997-4966. Okay. Couple things here. So we have the beginners platform demonstration. This is coming up Tuesday, March 29th. So platform demonstration is really when you are in a position where you are delivering messages to a larger group. That might be within a church setting, a home setting, a venue, a theater. So that's really what that is. So this is really more for that intermediate, that advanced student, but a great opportunity to dip your toe into reading for larger groups and audiences. Then another one that I'm excited about is the Raise Your Vibration Workshop. This is going to be Tuesday, April 5th. So Raise Your Vibration, a lot of times I hear people say, you know, I've been working on my spiritual journey and my spiritual awakening. How do I do that? Raising Your Vibration is one of the key factors. And in this workshop, I'm going to teach you how to understand what it feels like to raise your vibration, how to raise your vibration how to ground, and how to really open up that spiritual awakening to invite more messages, connections to come forward for you. So that's going to be that Tuesday, uh, April 5th, which will be a lot of fun, and it's for any level at all. Coming up, we just wrapped up our spiritual business mentoring today, and the next round starts in two weeks. And I can't begin to tell you the growth that I have seen with the students I've had the joy of working with. Uh, they are just excelling at rapid, rapid rates. And so this is our spiritual business mentoring. And it's online, it's one hour a week, but you have these wonderful assignments and it really is helping you to build that foundation, that connection, to build a solid and successful spiritual business for yourself. And last but not least, okay, we have our next round of development circles. So we do have the beginners, which starts April 13th, and that is a Wednesday night. And then we have the advance, which starts April 11th or 12th, I believe. It's a Tuesday, it's a Tuesday night. 
So the beginners is for anyone. You just want to open up, you want to expand, you want to play, you want to understand it a bit more. That's for the beginner. Advanced is understanding the difference between psychic, mediumship, channeling, really being able to do a fluid reading, but you're wanting deeper connection. You want to make it more detailed. You want to have a stronger message come forward. So that's more for the advanced, but they start coming up. So there's a lot, there's a, no matter what your level is, if this is your calling and you are ready and you're wanting to kind of open it up a bit more, there's definitely going to be a workshop for you. Okay. All right. Lots of callers in the queue here. Hello, everybody. My goodness. Uh, we have a lot going on. So let us, uh, we will just go ahead and take some callers. So a couple things here. Uh, if it is a psychic question, please know your question. What is it you want to ask me? What Be specific. I will do my best to tune in and give you what I'm receiving. For that spirit connection, know who it is you would like to connect with. Uh, that would just make it easier to get as many callers as we can, of course. If you have recently gotten through and have had a reading on uh, with me through one of the shows, please do me a favor and let's hang up so we can get more, more people through who maybe haven't had a message and maybe they're trying week after week. Okay, let's share that love as much as we can. You all know the rules. We're going to just turn off. The ringing, dinging, blinging, no Bluetooth. Let's go ahead and just have that phone right up to the ear so we have the strongest, clearest connection. Go ahead and just go ahead and herd all the uh, spouses, children, pets. Let's just go ahead and herd them into a nice, quiet space in a room so that you can have a bit of solitude and quiet and try not to have uh, the show on, uh, on a repeat or hit mute when you hear your area code, okay? I think that's everything. I know it sounds like a lot, and I know most of you have heard that a million times, but it does just help really uh, with the quality of it. Okay, so let's see here. Oh my goodness. So, so many here. Here we go. How about we do uh, area code 302? Hey, 302, this is Colby. Who is this? Alexandra. Hi, Alexandra. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What can I do for you tonight? Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. Um, I'm just trying to figure out my path. Okay, your path. Okay. So really a part of it, you know, one of the things that's interesting about discovering our path is in a way it's discovering what is really natural to you. Because the more something is natural to you, that leads you into the field, the direction of what you're meant to do. Okay. So okay. it's leaning into that a bit more, trying not to overthink it. I mean, I'm definitely feeling Alexandra that there is going to be a big shift. I think from some of the things you've been doing in the past, moving into a bit of a different direction into the future. Alexandra, have you ever worked on energy or healing or anything like that for yourself? Hum? Yes, I'm, okay. I just recently started. <laughs> okay, because what I was hear, hearing very strongly was that was the direction to go to, okay? So the healing, mm -hmm. the energy work, I feel like would be really strong for you. It's interesting too, because I do feel like it's more that Reiki, that energy, that healing, although you may have thought about in the past of being a nurse or something in the medical field, but it's interesting how I'm seeing a little bit more channel towards the, the healing 
uh, modality itself. Okay. So okay. I would encourage you to continue with those classes and, and continue that growth. Um, I definitely feel like you are going to experience a bit more of awakening with things. It's also interesting. I really do feel like there may be some mediumship here as well. Do you get the sense of hearing loved ones around you, Alexandra? Does that resonate for you or that you may just feel the presence all of spirit? Yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm getting very much that sense as well. Okay. So, you know, there's a lot of classes you can take, a lot of ways to develop it, to strengthen it. But I feel like as you do, mm -hmm. I think that calling is going to come in a bit more for you. And I feel like you're going to end up working somewhere down the road in a modality of spiritual work for yourself. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I just keep hearing your team say this was a call for validation. <laughs> it, it, it honestly, really what I needed. <laughs> Perfect. Just keep learning and growing and, and good luck to you. Okay. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, let us do a, another one here. How about we do 805? Hi, 805. This is Colby. Who is this? Hi, Colby. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm well. What can I do for you tonight? I'm calling to see, I haven't been on in quite some time to see if I have any messages laying out there for me from my recent loved ones who have passed. Okay. Is there any particular loved one though, that we could bring through just for the sake of efficiency for the readers? Sure. My mom or my son. Your mom and your son. Is that what you said? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. I, thank you. Cut out just for a minute. You know, Amy, when you listen back, I, I don't know if anybody at home can listen to this. I'm sure my editor will hear, hear this. But just as you, as you said, my mom and son, it kind of clipped out. Like you could tell it was an energy surge, which is really great, right, from those loved ones. And so, you know, what I really get a sense of is mom really comes in first, okay, Amy? Mom comes in first because, again, I think she's just wrapping her arms around, letting us know that she is taking care of your son, really giving him that love and that nurturing from the other side, right? I do feel like with mom, she gave me a sense too where I, I feel like with you, she, there's a strong connection. And I do feel like with you, she feels to be more outgoing, more open. But it's interesting. Was there like a, a reservedness about her with other people or a shyness? To me, there's like, uh, she's not super outspoken unless she's like with people she knows or comfortable in the situation. Would you understand this around her, Amy? I think she was very guarded with other people, yes. Yeah, that's what it, it feels like. It feels like, um, like she's here and she's strong, but it's not, you know what it is too? I think she's also very humble. Like, she's not here to brag. She's not here to kind of show off. I think there's a real humbleness to her. Do you understand that with her? Yeah, that's very recent towards the end of her life. Okay. I feel like with her as well, she really shows me a sense of, um, I also get a sense of illness kind of washing over her. Would you understand that? Almost like I want to say like from head to toe, there's just something kind of wrapping almost all around her. Would that make sense? Yes. And she, it's almost like she shows me 
a, like a cocoon or wrapped up, like either, I almost feel like maybe she can't move her, her body freely or something just feels like cocoon. That's, that's the, I, I've never even had that come in that way. But cocoon, like a, a bit uh, that she can't move a lot, she can't do a lot, that just kind of wrapped up. Would you understand that with her? Yeah, she, she, towards the end, she didn't have much modality left. Okay, and yeah. And she always felt like everything was kind of a suffocating labor. her, like her yeah. clothes and her space. That's what it feels like. I wonder if she had like a, um, like a, not MS itself, but like a Lou Gehrig's MS. There's something to me hitting her from head to toe is really the sense I get. So, uh, yeah. Okay. And I also, and I do feel like she had trouble with her hands or pain in her hands, or there's definitely something with the nerves as well. Would you understand this, Amy? Uh, and and uh, nerve, go ahead. Nerves are just unable to move her hands freely, like unable to use her hands or her fingers as freely as she used to, or as freely as she wanted to. Yes, I would okay. understand that. Okay, because your mom really gives me this feeling like if I go back before all of this, right? If I go back before all of this, I just feel like she's very proud of herself. I feel like there's a real sense of um, ah, being beautiful, being bold, being, uh, you know, just charismatic with herself, you know? But I just yeah. feel like as, as, as this... I almost want to say disease or illness, but as it started to kind of trap her, as we were saying, I feel like it kind of impacted her self-esteem, her self-confidence. I feel like she wasn't able to kind of get on the outside how she used to feel on the inside, right? But that's she, correct. She gives me an absolute flair. I think a flair for color, a flair for style, a flair for speaking, a flair. I, I, I feel like your mom almost was flirty or flirtatious, like just very much making people engaged, very engaging. Do you understand that with her? Yes. Yes, I she, do. She shows me something with her hair. So I don't know. She just loved her hair, was a hairdresser, something connected to hair. So do you understand a connection to her hair? Would that resonate for you? Yes. Well, I'm a hairdresser. Oh, there you go. Her whole life. <laughs> She's always been a redhead, but as she got older, she couldn't keep up with the color. Yes. So she went blonde. Okay, got and her it. her hair, it's volume and stuff. And so yes. she was very self-conscious about it. Well, what's so interesting is how, you know, that came in all at once. One's talking about hairdressing and she's acknowledging you. But, you know, I grabbed my hair, which is blonde. So I think that's her referencing the idea of the blonde, right? But I just, yes. I feel like though, you know, although she made it work, I just feel like to me, she felt most confident in the redhead role. I think she just loved the attention she got because it felt like it was a bold redhead. It felt like, you know, she it felt, is. she felt so good about that, you know, but right. you know, so on the other side though, she definitely shows me much more of the redhead. <laughs> Good. Um, and, and much more too, I think what's really great is a lot more of that confidence coming back in, you know, a lot more of that shine, a little bit of that showmanship, I want to say, but also, you know, taking care of your son. So now here's what I know your mom is loving. I'm not, I know she's loving, but 
I think there was a part of her, especially when she was younger, very much independent, cared about herself a lot, which is wonderful. But it's interesting to see how nurturing she is with your son, because I feel like your son was young when he passed away. Would I be correct here, Amy? Yes. I, I feel like very young, though. Am I correct with this? I'm, I'm getting more of a, uh, maybe not a baby, but just a, a young person. You understand this? Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah, he was 21. Okay. Because I feel like she she shares with me, you know, taking care of him, nurturing him, really to, you know, I think his passing feels to have been very shocking. Would you understand, just the word shocking comes in. Would you understand that around your son? Yeah. And the interesting part is her and I really didn't, she really didn't take a huge part in raising me. Yeah, exactly. And when my son, when my son passed, she felt a lot of guilt because she didn't really have a relationship with him. So, yeah. so I keep getting the feeling that they're the, having this oh, surface without us on the other side. They're having a great time. And that's really what I was inferring to when I was mentioning that she was more about herself when she was younger, yes. you know, and that's kind of more what I was trying to reference. And, but now she's very nurturing and very nurturing to your son and very much seizing every opportunity she can, but with a lot of love, a lot of arms around, you know, her arms are around you all the time as well, Amy. Right. But your uh, son, yeah. you know, it's interesting because your son, I just get a feeling from him of, you know, very inquisitive. I, I just feel like to me, he he felt very connected to you. Uh, I keep getting a sense of substances, though. Would that be true, Amy, or would you be able to connect to that at all? That would actually be true for both of them at different okay. times. Yes. Okay, thank you. And I just feel like with your son, though, to me, with your son, it may have led a little bit more to his passing, though. Would you understand that connected to your son? Yes. I also feel, again, I'm not diagnosing here, but I just feel like your son may have been experiencing depression as well. Would you, uh, Maybe these ups and downs and a, a little bit of that. Yes. Would you understand? Okay. So. Yeah, it's funny because I, I recently heard that somebody in my family is struggling with the same thing. So yeah. it made me question, is that what we were dealing with? Yeah, I, I feel like it was. And I, I do feel like this was genetic. And I do feel like your mom even had it, you know. But I think with your mom, it may not have been so out in the open. I think with your mom, again, remember when we were talking about the reservedness and, you know, kind of one exterior person versus the interior person. I do feel like there's yeah. some fluctuations there as well. Okay. And that again, makes perfect sense. I feel like her father would be on the other side. So your grandfather, and I feel like he may have had some struggles himself. I'm not sure if you know that or could validate that, but I do not know that. Okay. Well, maybe it's something you could look into, but, but I just feel like with your son, he really shows me a sense too of, I think other than that, he, he really gives me a feeling too. I think when he was a kid, like I see him like riding bikes a lot. So I think he used to either like to ride a bike, skateboarding, motorcycles, something like this. Would that resonate? Do you understand that yes. around him? Okay. Yep. Cause uh, Absolutely. he just makes me feel like he's a little hot rod. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You could say that. Yeah. He makes me feel like he's a little hot rod. And 
You know, it's interesting. I feel like you've done a lot of forgiveness for your mother and she feels that and she understands and recognizes that. And she really appreciates it, appreciates that. Amy, would you happen to have tattoos, like a few tattoos, like maybe one for your son, one for your mom? She just keeps showing me tattoos. So I feel like you might have a few tattoos. Is that for you? Is that correct? I I do. I have some that I have for my son currently and some that I have planned for both of them. Okay, great. And she's also shown me a rose. So can you connect to a rose, either a rose tattoo or a rose in the tattoo? Uh, any of those tattoos? Uh, not in the tattoo, but one of the last gifts that she gave me that she made for me was a silver pail that had purple oh, flowers it. that she had hand painted on it. Oh, I love it. That's perfect. And that's wonderful. And she really, you know, it, she really gives me too. So it's interesting. She shows me a pendant for you. I don't believe you have this pendant, but your mom used to like jewelry a lot too, just for the record. She makes me feel like she loved fashion yeah. jewelry. Okay. But you ever see that pendant where it's the mother Mary holding the baby? You ever see that? You know what I mean? Yes. She shows me that yeah. for you, but she shows me that for your son as well. So it's letting me know that she's, she is really stepping into that role. I do feel like you wear a necklace for your son. And I do feel like this may even be something significant, like perhaps a thumbprint or ashes. Or to me, there's something that you wear around of his or for him. Would that connect for you? Yes, ma'am. It certainly does. Okay. Can you explain what it I is? I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that he knew that I had it. But uh, when Dakota passed, Dakota had a belief of uh, more spirituality rather than um, a religion. Yes. And my mom got to learn a lot about that through his passing. And then she kind of adapted it into her yes. life. And I think inevitably it gave her a huge piece. Yes. And so she bought, I bought her a tree of life pendant. Oh, there that we go. She wore nonstop. Yes. And I now have one with my son's thumbprint on it see? that's a dog tag see is that gives me the chills but what's interesting you see how they know oh can i even share with you the other thing that is so crazy you said dog tag because even i got the mother and the thing so i think that was like them trying to give me the tree of life idea then the thumbprint and i was i didn't say it so it doesn't count as i like to say but i was gonna say a dog tag as well but i didn't want to confuse everything right but that is really interesting yeah. So I do want to let you know that they that they know about it and they give they just let you know that it really means so much to them. OK, and I also exactly. just want to share with you to know that they are OK. Your son is OK. I know it's a difficult loss, of, of, of course, but I just feel like he just shows me his eyes. I, I really do feel like he either had blue eyes or like hazel eyes. Is that correct, Amy? Like these real pretty does, eyes does have the deepest biggest blue eyes you've ever seen in life yeah they're, they're just really pretty they're just really pretty and what's awesome is they're so clear now I just he just says mom my eyes are so clear so I think what's interesting is as you knew he was having some issues or some some I think you'd say let me see your eyes let me look at your eyes right yeah and yeah 
you know, and you'd be like, what are you doing to those beautiful eyes? And now he says, mom, I have the clearest eyes. They're, they're, they're so clear. So it, it, I just oh. want you to know that and know that, you know, he is with you, Amy. They're both with you. They're both around you. They give you so much love. And um, one last thing I'll say, I think your mom back in the heyday, she reminds me of uh, Ginger from Gilligan's Island. So I wonder if she was a little yes. bit of that flair or that personality, yes, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. She was. Yes. So she shows me being that way now. Your son really shows me, you know, his beautiful eyes, his beautiful smile. They are just helping you so much on your own path and, and just kind of just kind of with you around the clock. So just letting you know that they're just with you cons consistently, okay? That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Colby. You're welcome. Lots of love to you. Thank you. Same to you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, let us do a, another reading here. Hello, here we go. How about 610? Hey, 610. This is Colby. Who is this? Trisha. Hi, Trisha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. What can I do for you today? Well, I was hoping to connect with my gram. Oh, perfect. You know what's so nice? I call my gram gram as well. Not too many people do, right? So I call my gram gram as well. Trisha, a couple things I get around your gram is I just feel like a super, very savvy. Like I, I just feel like for her, very sharp. I think even up until the end, she gives me a sense of really being sharp. I don't really get a sense of dementia or anything like that. Would that connect for you? Uh, yeah, she was savvy and sharp, but she had a tiny touch of dementia. Okay. Not, she, it wasn't severe. Okay. Yeah. But she, for most of her life though, I think you would understand sharp, sharp as attack. That very quick. Yeah. You understand that? Okay. Cause that's what she oh, gives yeah. me. And, and she really shares with me a feeling as well as I do feel like she had liked to have been active, you know? So I think, again, when we go back, she's showing me a lot of things. I think she loves a garden. So I don't know if you connect to a garden or you love gardening as well, but she really shows me a lot of flowers around her. So would that connect for you and her as well? It connects with her, yes. Okay, because she shows me a lot of flowers, loving Loving the flowers, loving the garden side of things. She also gives me a sense too, though. I feel like her, I feel like she loved the water as well. So would you understand a connection to water with her as well, Tricia? Yes, she lives at the beach. Okay, because she shows me the water. She shows me, um, and I think too, even as little kids, right? I feel like you guys are out on the beach because she shows me loving to look at her grandbabies, right? And I also right. feel like there's great grandbabies. So she gives me the feeling of, you know, being able to see and enjoy great grandbabies. So I'm letting you know that as well. She also gives me the sense, I feel like there's a great granddaughter. So would you understand her having a great granddaughter, Tricia? Yes. Okay. And then would you also understand this great granddaughter having Graham's name or maybe you took part of Graham's name for her name or something like this, correct? Yes. Okay. Because... She yes. wants you to know she knows about this. I don't know if she's giving me the name. Is there a Lily or an L name or is just a connection to the flower Lily? So um, I can connect to the Lil 
Okay, which is my dog, which he loved animals. <laughs> okay. Okay, got it. So that would be fine. Um, but I also feel like she's got a dog with her on the other side. Would you understand that? Yes, licorice. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I feel like that's, there's a dog. She's letting me know she's got this dog on the other side, okay? She also really mm -hmm. shares with me too. It's interesting. She gives me ribbons. That's technically she gave me a pink ribbon, but I don't feel like it's about cancer. I don't, I, I feel like the ribbon she's showing me like maybe you had long hair when you were young and, and there were ribbons in your hair or barrettes with ribbons or uh, there's some sort of connection to ribbons or maybe dancing with ribbons, but you understand a connection to mm -hmm. ribbons. <laughs> I, if it's breath, I used to have the ribbons with my breath when I was I, little with my hair. Yeah. I think she used to like to do your hair or help you with your hair, uh, things like that. Would that connect for you? Would you understand that? Like little sleepovers you would have with her? Uh, yes, it connects okay. very well. Okay, because she shows me that and she shows me th those barrettes, you know, with the ribbons in them. She shows me too, it's kind of cute. You'd like to try on some of her things. You know, so I feel like it was playtime. It was dress up time when we were at Graham's house, you know, but she, mm -hmm. she really gives me a feeling where I do feel that you have also gotten a necklace that was passed down to you from your Graham. So, but she's also showing me a string of pearls. So I'm a little, I don't know if it's pearls that you have of hers, or would you understand a necklace that was hers that is now yours? I have a diamond bracelet that was hers. A okay. Bracelet. Oh, well, that's nice, isn't it? That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think there is something around pearls, so I will just leave it. I, I feel like she would have had a set okay. of pearls and somebody has this pearls or I'm not really sure, but I'll just leave that part with you to see if that connects later. Okay. Mm -hmm. She really gives me the feeling too of encouraging you like, I think she would give you money for little tasks when you were little, like, okay, like, let's earn a little allowance. Like, I feel like when you would take care of things and do things, she was kind of like rewarding you with it, really kind of showing you, you know, those little things and having fun doing it when you were little. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. And the last thing I'll leave you with is I do, again, I think one of the favorite parts is when we were on the beach and just looking for shells or looking for the crabs, you know, those little crab things, like, she just really gives me a feeling you would get so excited and run up to her. And, you know, every little thing felt so special. And she really makes me feel like she would have kept some of those shells and those little mementos in the house. Would you understand that with it? Um, not really. The sh I, I don't really remember any of that. I just remember going to the beach with her. Okay. But okay. I don't remember, like, shells or crabs or... Would you, un would you remember in her house of her having little keepsakes of things her grandkids gave to her, though? She makes me feel like she's got nice... Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm just kind of mixing two things. But she really shares with mm -hmm. me a sense of letting you know that you keep calling on her, you keep talking to her, you keep asking her, like, for advice all the time. She hears you. <laughs> and she's letting you know, I hear you all the time. But she loves it and she loves being so important. The other thing too is she, she gives me a fragrance. So I do believe that you have smelled her or have a smell that reminds you of her. Would you understand that? <laughs> yes, her cigarette. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so she lets me know that that is her and that is her around you. So she very much gives me, she very much gives me that. And then the other thing too, it's, this is so strange. I feel like more recently or you were sitting, she makes me feel like you were sitting in a chair. I felt like it was outside. I could be mistaken, but it's almost like you could feel her tap you. Does this resonate for you? And I think this is more recent. Mm, yeah, I sit in a chair, um, but it's like in the den. Okay. Um, or at my work chair. I just in feel the, like um, she, she makes me feel like she tapped your shoulder and there was you felt it and you went, huh, I wonder. And she's like, yes, that was me. Mm -hmm. So she's letting you know she nudges you a lot, letting you know she nudges you a lot. I will just say this one thing about work. I feel like there's either going to be a change in work or maybe you're not exactly super happy where you are because I keep feeling like that's a nudge saying, listen to how you're feeling. Listen to this. Listen to it. So I feel like she's there with you a lot around it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You understand that part? Um, yes, I like my job, but, um, yes, I'm up for, um, yeah. So I'm up for, a like a upgrade promotion. Yeah. I feel like this is going to happen for you. And I feel like she's just nudging you towards that next step. Okay. Right. Yeah. So lots of love to you. Uh, I'm glad she came through for you. Have a beautiful night. And I'm just going to give you a congrats on that promotion now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, let us do a, another one here. How about 603? Hey, 603. This is Colby. Who is this? Hi, this is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What can I do for you tonight? I was hoping to connect to my father. Barbara, can I ask, though, I'm just kind of curious, Barbara. Was there a time period where you weren't speaking to your father or there's a little bit of distance? With, is that, does that resonate around your dad? or that? Yes. Okay. Because the sense, the first thing I got, like, the first thing I came in with was, I want to tell her I'm sorry, and I want to tell her that it's almost like we were estranged, you know? But I also, I feel like it had to be that way, because I feel like, I just feel like he, to me, he wasn't healthy. He wasn't a healthy person. He was also extremely judgmental. Would you understand this around him, Barbara? Yes. Like, I feel like also very much it's my way or the highway. And, and if you, you couldn't even disagree with them. 100%. And, and I just feel like he didn't approve of you or your lifestyle. There's something, or you, and I'm not trying to, I'm just saying in the past or just something where he thought you should be different or would you understand that? Um, I'm not sure. He left when we were little. Okay. Um, he left, he left when I was six. And then my mother, um, when, you know, he started having grandkids or whatever, she wanted him to get back into everybody's life. So we ended up reconnecting. Yeah. And in the last five years, I haven't spoken with him. And okay. he, he was found in his apartment dead. Okay. Because he makes me feel like, um, he just gives me a sense though, where I just feel like, it's almost like, I, you know, I'm not really one to say this, but you would understand, like, he's, he's got a lot of demons in, 
like, you know, and I'm not using an actual word Absolutely. demons, but just a lot of issues, a lot of troubled. I feel like he, again, I don't, I just almost feel like he himself had experienced a lot of abuse. And then I think he like projected that abuse onto his family. You understand that? Um, right. And, but I do know it's kind of really strange though, because I feel like there's something with you because you have kids. I'm correct that you have kids, not just, I know you said grandkids, but I feel like you have a sibling, but I also think you have kids as well. Like it's both of you have kids, correct? Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't get too much into it, but I feel like there's something strange or unhealthy about his behavior near his grandkids as well. Like almost you had to cut him off for the sake of your kids as well. Something like that. Does that resonate? Well, he was trying to find an apartment and he asked my daughter if, cause she was looking for an apartment. Yeah. If he could move in with her at 25. And I yeah. said that to myself, that's it, dad. It, you know, that's yeah. not cool. Yeah. It, it just felt like, I just feel like he was the kind of person though, that wasn't, I hate to say it, but you know, he recognizes this. He's taking responsibility that he wasn't accountable. He wasn't reliable. I don't think, you know, uh, yeah. he, he was an awful man. He didn't make plans. I feel like there's just a lot of unhealthy habits with him. I don't quite feel like oddly you know, enough by the window when you're, yeah, I when you're 10 waiting for him to show up and he yeah, doesn't show up, you know, I know the feeling. I know that feeling too. I also feel like he didn't have the best hygiene. I'm not sure why that came in, but uh, maybe it's just that he didn't take care of himself or he kind of started to give up at the end. Just very much. I think, yeah, he was, he was in, he was in diapers or something. Okay. Yeah. Just makes me feel like he just was giving up. Right. I mean, I think a lot of what he experienced, he could have turned around if he had taken a, a, accountability in the living, taking care of himself, that sort of thing. I just feel like he wants to come forward and, and obviously and clearly apologize. Okay. I just feel like it's almost like he couldn't quite figure out how to be the parent. I feel like he was more the kid than anything. And I just feel like your mom had put up with so much from him. And I just feel like he really wants to just tell you guys that he absolutely loves you. I feel like your daughter, is this true that she more recently uh, graduated from another program? Like not just college, but maybe there's another program she, or further her education Something like this. There's an accolade that I think he's congratulating her for. Um, she went to school to be an esthetician. Okay, got it. I just feel like, I think that there's something more recent though, either an accolade, like either she's doing well in business, starting her own business. To me, there's something where uh, he wants to congratulate this, her success or her movement. And I keep feeling okay. like you may have a son as well. Am I correct? I don't. Would you understand I, a grandson I, I for him then? Yes. Okay. Because I do feel like there's something around the grandson as well that he wants to acknowledge. Okay. And, a, and again, a bit of a congratulations around this as well. Okay? okay. I just, I feel like, you know, he's sorry for the mess he left behind. He's sorry for the mess that everybody always had to clean up after him. But I do know he wants to let you know that, um, that he loves you very, very deeply. He loves you very much. And I do feel like he's been doing a lot of soul work on the other side. And oh, I, sure. I do feel like to kind of send the message that 
He loves how how wonderful you are as a parent and to let you know that, you know, he's always there if you ever want to talk to him. Okay. Is he with my brother? He absolutely makes me feel like he's with your brother. And they had to work a lot of things out themselves. Okay. I, huh, I, I feel kidding. like, I feel like those who may have even gotten into physical altercations in the living. Like to me, there was a lot of violence between the two of them. Um, so whether that's words, physical, I'm not really sure, but I do feel like there's been a re reconciliation with the two of them on the other side. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, an S name that you can connect to Steven Scott, uh, either a first name or a middle name by chance living or uh, either one, uh, the, the, just an S a Steven I'm Scott. I'm sure. Oh, you just can't think of it at the minute. And a Michael as well. So I, I don't, I don't know, but I feel like your brother's super quick. Uh, if you get it, put it in the Facebook comments, okay? But I feel like your okay. brother, your brother really gives me a feeling of, I think he wouldn't be bossed around. He wouldn't let anyone take him down, that sort of thing. Very, like, kind of tough-minded, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like he just lets you know uh, that he's really, he's really around you. He works to defend you. He works to be very much giving you that support in life to be strong when you need to be strong. Okay. So, uh, and mm -hmm. again, I just keep feeling like somebody's birthday is because uh, they keep saying not happy St. Pat, but happy birthday. So I, I just keep feeling too that we my got father's birthday was, was two days ago. Okay. Got it. So there we go. So there's just that acknowledgement. Tom, but, his name's Tom. Okay. There we go. So I will leave this with you with lots of love and lots of light and just continue to work on that forgiving and healing and know that your dad is there when you're ready to speak to him yourself. Okay. Thank you so much, Colby. You're welcome. Have a beautiful night. You too. Bye. Okay, everybody. That is the end of this episode. I want to thank you so much for calling in, for being here, for being a part of the show. Happy St. Patrick's Day and sending you lots of love. There won't be an episode next week as I have a birthday week and it's a big, big birthday. So I'm going to go ahead and take the week off to play, to have fun, to kind of celebrate the joy of this particular birthday. So I just want to thank you guys so very much for being here, for being a part, for being loyal. Anyone who can leave a review on Apple, iTunes, any of the apps, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Doesn't cost you anything, but means everything to me. So lots of love to you. Go to the website, colbyrebel.com, if you want to sign up for any of the classes or book your own reading. And I will see you guys in two weeks. Lots of love to you. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit colbyrebel.com.